From The Onion and Onion Public Radio, I'm Leslie Price, and this is The Topical. I've only got two hours to catch or steal a pig before my virtual hog slaughtering class starts, so here's a quick rundown of today's top stories. The popular polling website 538 has released a new analytics model predicting who the coronavirus will vote for. Using a complex linear regression model, statisticians for the website say they'll be able to pinpoint with 99% accuracy exactly which candidate COVID-19 will choose in 2020, though they were careful to note that November is a long way away and a lot of things could sway the virus's choice before the election. And police in New York City are still investigating what happened in the time between when an officer discharged his weapon and when a suspect's head exploded. NYPD Commissioner Dermot Shea announced that an internal investigative team was still trying to piece together exactly what occurred in those crucial milliseconds after the gun went off, but before the African-American suspect's skull was completely shattered, and noted that no charges would be brought on the officer until there's a clearer picture of how the events unfolded. Commissioner Shea added that due to malfunctioning body cameras, it's unlikely they'll ever be able to fully solve the mystery of how the deceased suspect body came to have an additional 15 rounds fired into it. Ha ha ho! It's the less dog's lucky day! You wandered into the wrong yard today, big fella! <laughs> we'll be back as soon as I wrestle that there hog into submission. Should only take a moment. <laughs> Here, piggy, 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 piggy! Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Well, folks, during these trying times where social isolation is the norm and American citizens are asked to stay inside, companionship has become a top priority. Unsurprising to those of you who already have one of these special friends at home, a new report has found that the nation's current quarantine has led to a sharp rise in people taking in lovable little foster gimps. OPR's Martha Sanders has the story. Social Isolation Since the beginning of March, Americans have been asked to keep six feet away from family, friends, and loved ones. But how are people coping with their newfound loneliness? One solution is to adopt or rescue a foster gimp. Right now, I'm at a shelter in San Francisco. However, instead of the wall-to-wall cages full of bald and gagged 200-pound men begging for mercy that I'm accustomed to, they're virtually empty. Except for just a few. Oh, look at that one. Nice leather. Come on, Daddy. Come on. Cute. I saw this one online. He apparently got shipped up here from Alabama and likes to have his balls twisted. Check this one out. He's a mini. That's Annie Walsh, who runs the shelter. Ever since she started posting photos of her doming the gimps on Instagram, people have been picking them up and bringing them back to their fuck rooms like hotcakes. It's incredible. Since Shelter in Place started, we've been getting calls nonstop. 
We used to get people dropping off their gimps, or we'd find tons of strays abandoned out back eating out of the garbage can, but now we can't truck them in fast enough. Wow, that's incredible. Do you see certain types of gimps going first? I'll be honest, usually it's just the young ones that get picked up the fastest. But now, even the older gimps, or the ones with some pretty serious medical problems, are finally finding a home. Suddenly, where there were too many gimps before, there are now none. Even her home basement dungeon, where she used to keep at least six gimps, is now occupied by just her own rescue sub. So why do you think Americans suddenly want to become doms so badly? You know, it varies. Some people didn't have the time or resources to buy the whips, chains, and titty cups their gimp would likely require. Others are so bored they can't orgasm to completion anymore unless they dominate another human until they shit themselves. And it makes sense. Americans are severely overworked. Do most full-time workers really have the time to take a gimp out every few hours and walk all over it? It can take weeks, if not months, of routine domination to train a gimp to respond to your whip. Bad. Bad. So bad. You bitch. You filthy fucking animal. Yeah, you like that. I spoke to Jenna and Chris Haskell, who recently took the plunge and adopted a 62-year-old sub named Cumlicker. He was older than what they were looking for, but that didn't stop Jenna and Chris from doming him like they'd had him imprisoned for years. So, you've had Cumlicker for two weeks now? Yeah, and it's the best. The minute we looked into his small, sweaty isolates... We knew he was the one for us. Has his age been difficult for you at all? I know some senior gimps have different needs. Yeah, it wasn't easy. He definitely gets tired out and ends up falling asleep a lot in his fuck swing. But that's how we like it. As someone who lives alone and was hoping to one day adopt a gimp myself, I was curious. Was all the extra time and money worth it? He's definitely bad around our kids. And whoever was his previous dom did some weird stuff to him, because he has some kinks we can't quite figure out. And for the past few nights, he's kept us up all night whining. But there's something about him that we just love. Down! Stop humping! You hump when we tell you! Times might be tough for Americans right now, but for gimps who finally found their forever dungeon, things certainly got a whole lot better. For OPR, I'm Martha Saunders. Thank you, Martha. You know, this whole quarantine, I've really been missing the gimp we had in our childhood home that my parents kept screaming like a pig in the basement. A home just isn't a home without a little sex slave. You can find more information on how you can adopt a sub of your very own on our website. Back in a moment. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, not, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed with mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. It might be Friday, but if you think you're sneaking out of this podcast early, you might want to sit your ass down and think again. Here's what else you need to know today. 
If quarantine has done a number on your skin, you may be in luck, because that's the sound of Neutrogena's new heavy-duty pore jackhammer, specifically designed to really get down into those big, deep blackheads. According to top dermatologists, jackhammering your facial pores yielded significant results in clinical trials and was especially effective at rooting out those pesky blackheads when paired with a nightly face mask of exfoliating asphalt. And Elon Musk seems to be fed up with California. The tech CEO announced today that if the state refuses to allow his employees to return to work, then he'll have no choice but to move his Tesla factory to the automated free-thinking paradise of Musktopia. No word yet on where the hell that is. And finally, a new medical report out today is touting the positive effects of acupuncture, with 9 out of 10 health experts calling it the most effective method for popping patients like balloons. Ooh, I might have to make an appointment this weekend. Quarantine has me so tensed up, I'd love to be burst into a million little pieces. And that's the topical for today. I'm Leslie Price. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to like and subscribe to The Topical wherever you get your podcast. And on the eve of Memorial Day weekend, I just wanted to take a quick moment to acknowledge all our men and women in uniform and mention that I could probably do all that Army stuff too if I tried. Push-ups, running, shooting a gun, none of those would really be a problem for me if I really applied myself. Except for crawling around in the mud, that's pretty gross. But everything else? Piece of cake. And yet you don't see anyone saluting me. Just seems a little unfair is all I'm saying. Anyway, thanks for listening, and have a great weekend.